Hello and welcome to the BBC R&D Human Values podcast. A lot has happened since our previous podcast series and now we want to interview a few key people that have been on this journey with us as we find these cases and explore how the human values framework can be used alongside other existing frameworks. We hope you enjoy this podcast series and please get in touch with us if anything you hear catches your interest. We can be contacted on humanvalues.io. Here's Ian Forrester from BBC R&D, who will be your host. Thank you, Marisa. And we will start the interview with an introduction by the guests. Okay, well, I'm an architect and I call myself an eco-home architect because I work with homeowners, particularly eco-conscious homeowners, who are looking to improve their home in the sense of they feel like they need more space and I help them to to do that and in a way that makes their heart sing that's my tagline (laughs) and um, by that the the way that I work is based on a couple of um, deeply held beliefs that I have and the first of those is that I believe that everybody deserves to have a home that supports them in living their version of their best life and I also believe that we all have a responsibility to help prevent climate change and to leave the planet in as good as or better condition that we inherited it so um, so those are the two underlying beliefs that guide the way that I work that's great so i guess the question about uh your interests in the workshop and human values is it kind of business or personal i imagine it's it's a bit of both is that is that correct yeah because on a personal level i'm really interested in that and you know that that is a personal belief those are my personal beliefs that you know it's those sort of values of of um people being able to design their own life design you know live the way that they want to live people having the choice and 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 respecting other people's choice to to live their lives in the way that they want to and whether that's their choice of religion their their gender um you know sexuality um any 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 personal way of living i respect other people or do my best to respect where sometimes i don't always necessarily understand but to to understand and respect and empathize where i can with other people's um position and personal um you know worldview life life choices and so on so though that's from a personal point of view but also from a business point of view in terms of designing people's homes that's really personal private space and I think that's really important to um to be able to design spaces that really do support people that allow them to live in the way that they choose to live so that's excellent because I guess um for a lot of people when they think of architects, they think about, they have in their mind kind of one thing. It's kind of like they build this building and that's it. Where um, I know we've talked previously about, about architecture is it's a lot more than just 
the building. It is the it's it's everything. And I won't mind if you I know you've you talked about it before, but just um kind of like it'd be nice to have like a more of a summary about like what you believe architecture is, because I think it does include all the stuff that you just talked about, but it'd be worth kind of like expanding on that a little bit, I think. Well, I mean, there's lots of definitions of what architecture is and and in a very basic sense, architecture is really a shelter. It's, it's creating shelter for, for people. Um, and what 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 are they sheltering from? You know, it could be the weather, it could be wild animals, it could be uh, wild, wild other people. Uh, so it's sort of giving that place of security and safety. Um, but that that's in a very primitive sense. But then, but then that that then when you're looking at more complex world and and you know we're not necessarily sheltering from wild animals. Um, I can't see that being safe and well. Yes, it does fit in really well with that particular value. It's it is it's those um, that kind of place of safety and place of shelter. That's what architecture creates. But it, it does much more than that because it, it kind of the worst kind of architecture can define the way that you live and the best kind of architecture can. It, it's almost invisible, but it, it allows you to live or supports you, enables you to live in the in, in and, choose, and do things the way that you want to do them. And and that's that's quite um it's an interesting thing as an architect because it you know you maybe for certainly for some architects and perhaps diff, at different as you go through the process of becoming an architect and learning the skill you know the way that you create spaces how how much or how little you define them um, how you design in flexibility and th those sorts of questions they're quite they're quite tricky um, and there's certainly, you know, there's architects, there's many different architects that you can look back on and people like um, Charles Rennie Mackintosh, for example, he designed, uh, there's a beautiful example of his work at Hill House, um, just it's, I'm not sure if you'd say it's in Glasgow or just close to Glasgow. Um, but it's an amazing house that he designed and he designed everything right down to the cutlery, <laughs> like everything is designed. And so, um, you know, there's architects who take that sort of quite extreme point and they, they're really controlling everything. And my um, approach is much more step back sort of approach because I want um people that I'm designing for to feel more ownership over the space themselves and to be able to um, make that space their own. And also in the way that I work, I work in a very collaborative way. I include my, my clients in the design process and work alongside them, I involve them in design sessions. And so, so it's, it, and, and some clients I've had have then felt like they didn't see where I, my input was because they felt so much ownership over the design that they that I've had one or two clients who've been annoyed with me because they felt like, 
you know, well, what did you do? <laughs> and, and, and it's quite difficult for me because I'm like, well, I want them to feel that level of ownership. But sometimes, sometimes they feel it so much that they don't also see how much I have put into it. But, but that's so this is a kind of double edged sword to it from my point of view. But, um, but that's what I hope to achieve that they feel complete ownership and com- complete um, that it reflects them and it supports them and what they want. I guess, yeah, so I think the reason why I, yeah, sorry, put you on the spot about what is architecture, but um, it's because um, it's, well, we'll get into it, but uh, it starts to make sense why the human values uh, workshop and what we're doing would be a lot more of interest to you. um, Because you are doing these things, you are basically, I was going to hold up another card uh which i cannot find right now about kind of oh yeah but having autonomy um which you know you're trying to to almost like um give to the the clients you know to kind of go look this is your house this is you you know you make the decisions i'm only there to kind of like guide you um through some of the process so i wanted to make sure that that was that was kind of on there um so i guess the the question that i had next is kind of like um you know to you sign up to the workshop um but before you went um you know uh, what what kind of um what kind of made you kind of want to sign up you know besides the the stuff or is it it could be just the stuff that we've just talked about but I kind of want to just see if there's anything else that kind of made you kind of go yeah actually this would be interesting like what was your expectations i guess is probably something a better way of, of um, explaining what but tried to ask um i don't think i knew exactly what to expect i knew that if you were involved there'd be something quite cool and i'd be interested in it <laughs> and it would be you know intellectually it would be it'd be of interest and that i probably you know it would give me a new viewpoint a new way of looking at things um so i suppose that's what i was expecting some kind of um an approach that would would have something that I could take away and and sort of mull over and incorporate perhaps so I didn't really have strong expectations I just thought it sounded interesting that's that's fine I think um I I like the idea of like what's like it kind of you had these you knew kind of what you what you're trying to do and and you've been doing it for a long long time and then maybe the human values might have given you somewhat of a framework to to work around, and it may not be perfect, but it's like it, it's kind of close. Cl- it's always when it's always nice to when you see something that's like ah, that's what I've been trying to do for longest time, and someone else kind of make kind of makes it clear. You know, well, the thing is, yeah, I mean, like you know, I'm. I'm just me really working on my own. And so obviously the BBC having a, a much bigger organization and has much more ability to research and, and pull information together. And so that um, that's really helpful for me to sort of tap into that in a way, because obviously I don't have that capacity. Um, I have been 
writing a book, my, my first book for just over a year now. And so that that process of writing has really helped me clarify my own ideas and, and, and understand myself even a bit better. But but then, you know, but that that takes time. That writing takes time and it also um, takes time outside of my work life and my home life and so and I just as as a, a very you know a one person one woman band um it's I just don't have the the scope and capacity that an organization like the BBC does have to to carry out that kind of research and and to develop these kind of frameworks I have created my own framework but it's it's you know it's taken me over a year of, of writing this book to get to this point where I have, uh, you know, come, I don't really know what the word is, sort of, um, sort of percolated <laughs> out and the, 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 the bits, the drips have come out into and, and clarified exactly how do I work and what does that mean? And what the process of, of clarified my own process into a framework. But that is very, you know, it's a different sort of thing. It's based on my personal, my personal approach rather than, than this much more, what seems to me to have been much more researched and, and there's been a lot of people involved. And that's, that's something that I just don't have the capacity to do. I could do a, a, a whole piece about how, how great that the BBC has, uh, enabled uh you know kind of basically for free uh you to you know hopefully have a framework that you could use for your business but i i won't because that's this is not <laughs> this is not the purpose of this um but it, yeah okay so um to at the workshop itself um i kind of wanted to ask and you can be completely honest you know it's fine um we could we could take it um how did you feel it went um, and did it fit what you were expecting? I know you were not really sure what you were going to, but you know, when as you were going along, did it did it kind of naturally end up in like okay, I think this is where it's going, um, or or not? And also kind of like just kind of like just sort of your general views on it, really. It feels like it was a long time ago now, <laughs> so. Um, it's hard to remember a lot of the specifics about the workshop, but, um, you know, like, like many Zoom calls, it's just <laughs> one Zoom call goes into another because it was a virtual workshop. But it was, um, it was an interesting session and also because there were, you know, we were in different groups with different, different people who were um, considering the, the framework in from their own perspective. And that was interesting, those conversations to, to see how they were thinking about it and how they were considering potentially incorporating it into what they did. And obviously that then gives you more ideas because hearing how other people might use it then gives you other ideas about how you could use it yourself. And so it was, it was an interesting session, I thought. I, I mean, just, you know, these things, they could be a lot longer because there's always more that you can talk about. So that's the only 
uh, you know, the time limitations and the ability to to cover as much is is always, you know, but you have to have you have to have a, some kind of container to it. So, would you have preferred that it was um, in person, or do you think that it it kind of worked as as a virtual session? I guess there are benefits to in person. I mean, obviously, just in the times that we're living in, in person is just not so possible right now. But if you know, once once in person workshops are more able to happen, then I can see there'd be benefits to that over Zoom because you then get the possibility for more informal chats. Um, you know, if you have a break, you, you, the t- conversations do. C- can still continue and and there are limitations with with um zoom calls in terms of you know how many people can speak at once and 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 who's you know types of personalities certain personalities can can talk um seem to to be able to talk more on zoom whereas in real life there maybe wouldn't be that kind of dominance not that there was anything like that happening in in that workshop because I'm really thinking about other situations um, because it, you know, it was it was a managed experience, so there was nobody kind of taking over the conversation in that way. Um, it was very balanced, but um, but that is I think a downside with Zoom calls that you you don't have quite as I mean you do have people <laughs> in real life who will monopolize conversation as well, um, but there are I don't know I think that. It, when it's face to face, some of those things can be uh, they're tackled slightly differently. I suppose we've got different skills that have been built up over years of 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 being able to handle in person. Whereas Zoom conversations, um, that's a new skill that we're all developing, really. And um, so, so kind of after the the workshop, um, kind of what have you taken forward? Um, yeah, what's kind of what's kind of like stuck in your mind and you're now going you know I mean you also mentioned you're writing a book um you know has this had any influence on the book or you're thinking about how you write the book or has it started to um change the way you use language with some of your clients or anything like that you know just anything that's like okay that's I could probably point to maybe not directly but there's something which is influenced um something in my work um i wouldn't say that i've retained it in a, at a really conscious level i couldn't i couldn't sort of tell you back you know <laughs> list out the values or anything like that i think that the, the process of going through the workshop and me um reading you know reading through the values and understanding them a bit better and seeing what what has been created that really interested me and made me think right i'm going to come back and read up about this more and you know start to think about it more i haven't done that yet um because i'm you know i'm busy like compiling my book and you know delivering projects and things like that so i have have just sort of gone back to working on my stuff um but it's it's one of those things like being aware of it as an idea and and i think i felt that it was quite um i don't remember again i can't think of the word 
affirming, I suppose, like in terms of my sort of approach, because the I think that my tendency to approach things in the way of, you know, um, trying to empower other people and and trying to empathize empathizing with other people and trying to understand what they need and what they want. And that approach is very in line with this framework. Um, so even though it's not exactly the same, but it is very, it, it, it runs parallel to it. And so it is something that it does interest me. I think I could, I can improve the way that I work by learning about it more but I think I need to take a bit more time to read more about it and um to be able to do that because I feel like I've had a taster of it um but I don't know knowing in enough depth or I, I don't have it sort of at a conscious level strongly enough to be able to really really use it, it, it that's 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 great because um leads nicely into my next question. Um, if there was, um, so currently we're looking at having kind of almost like an online assessment. Um, so there'll be a lot of questions that you answer and it will give you an assessment of like, you know, um, I'm not going to give any kind of like, it's because it's, you know, it's very, it's very difficult to, you know, oh, you're 99% using human values it's not going to be like that it's going to be i'm not quite sure how it's going to how it's going to turn out but um we're looking at having an online assessment um and also um maybe another workshop uh which is driven by the assessments um would that be of interest to you or you're kind of like i need to look at it before i kind of then commit some more time to it i think what would be more interesting would be more of a kind of a a book or a study kind of thing to to learn about it a bit more understand a bit more because I felt like I had a few more questions than answers after the workshop because I didn't because it was like a taster an introduction to it and I understood it as an idea but there were lots of lots of questions really that came out of the discussion that, that were, you know, things like, you know, what was the process that had gone, gone th been gone through to reach these and, and, um, and those, it would just be really interesting to understand more about how it's developed, what, what the reasonings are behind each of the values, and more about what it means and what, what, um, what it looks like, what each of the values looks like in more detail, because they're they're beautifully kind of succinct, <laughs> which is great. But then, but then to understand it better, it's, it, you know, I think I think more, you know, you, well, you could write a whole thesis on each value, couldn't you? So you could go as deep as you like into each one. So yeah, it, it would be interesting to to learn more about it first, rather than. Um, do, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the value would be of doing an assessment in it without learning more about it. So yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, <laughs> uh, so I know Leanne has written uh, basically a, a paper about every single <laughs> um, value, where it comes from, 
uh, all this stuff. Um, to be fair, I haven't read it myself because it's the thing is about 96 pages and um, <laughs> yeah, I, I should read it, but I haven't read it yet. Um, well, that would be interesting. It would be interesting to read. Um, and then, I don't know, like some kind of forum or something of, of, of being able to have conversations around it could be interesting. One of the things, just picking up from what you said before about the workshop, kind of like hearing what other people, other people's thoughts, is that something that you would find very useful um, for for your business in the future? I think it would, yeah, because, well, especially, you know, there were different kinds of, <clears throat> well, in our, our group, our breakout group, there was one business that was much bigger than mine, you know, had multiple outlets, multiple departments, specialist departments. I think there was another um there's somebody else who was in the BBC and, and then somebody else in a in a more of an academic environment and those kind of different environments and that, and that that it gives you a, you know a really different perspective on 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 things and for a small business point of view seeing how having that kind of interaction and conversation and understanding well, you know, bigger bigger business and how they're incorporating it in different ways in their bigger business. If you're looking at scaling and how that could look then as you grow and adapt as a business as well, could be, I don't know if I, I'm ever going to have multiple outlets. I don't know how the future scaled up version might be, but, um, you know, it is, it's interesting to get those different perspectives from different kind of department you know different departmental or academic or you know bigger organization viewpoints that are really different and I guess the last question well it's not a question it's more of a um is there anything else that you would like to say or um yeah anything just anything else I mean it could be like anything I could tell you that the the project the end of the project in this stage is uh july um so we will have a report a large report um kind of written up but kind of beyond that is there anything else that you're you would like to see or uh anything else you'd just like to say about uh say to the human values team or to anyone else i think it's just a really interesting project but it i mean like Equally as much as, you know, our the, the small breakout group that I was involved in in the workshop, I would be really interested to see how the BBC plans to incorporate this into the work, you know, which is done by the BBC and how that's going to be reflected out to, you know, to consumers of the BBC. I mean, I was interested about the idea of this being an alternative kind of, measure of things like social media use or viewing and things like that which you know obviously as as a business I use social media a lot for for my marketing and so all of these different things although I'm a very tiny version these different kind of um, outlets and different processes and ways of using it and how to assess 
different aspects of what you're doing against it, you know, kind of like a toolkit for, for using it. Because first of all, it's interesting to understand it and, and you know, know where it's coming from and what the, what the meanings are, you know, more in-depth meanings, but then also a toolkit to actually put it into practice and, and, and then to assess it and evaluate using it and things like it, I just think it is a really fascinating study and you know theory in an interesting way of approaching things and yeah I, I'm, I'm very thankful to have been involved actually I would like to thank Jane Leach for her time and her honesty if you'd like to know more about the human values then please do join us at humanvalues.io and please visit bbc.co.uk slash rd for more exciting projects, services and technologies. You've been listening to 2LO Rebooted from BBC Research and Development, telling the stories of BBC's technology and product groups.